Hello and welcome to post-match reaction to the Rebels versus the Hurricanes. It finished 1950, amazingly enough, but it didn't look like that early on. I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall, a podcast, YouTube channel, Twitter account and website bringing you the best in rugby predictions and opinion. And joining me this evening is the man behind New Zealand rugby quizzes, perhaps the most knowledgeable man, uh, or at least, at least your pub <laughs> quiz man that you want. Um, Josh, how are you doing, sir? I'm pretty good, Paul. How are you, mate? Not bad at all. Not bad. So, um, just so everyone knows, people who don't, don't know you, you're down in Wellingtons. This is your this is your home team that you're watching. Uh, in, indeed, it is, Paul. Yeah. Um, so I, do, I am rather inactive with my quizzes at the moment. I think uh, I've done so many of them that it's more of um, more an update mode as needs be right now. But uh, you know, check them out. Um, always link to them via Twitter if you for anyone's interested. Oh, they're, they're, they're great fun to try and do. So do, do, do look those up. I will whack it. I'll have the link to his Twitter account in the notes down below. So, cool. Um, Debrasini, uh, early doors, uh, had a horrible clearance kick, which, which put his team under pressure. But mm. they, were, they managed to hold out pretty nicely um, yeah. they're, they're, they're at that point. Um, and the, uh, I was a bit surprised to see, actually, that Keynes had that territory, that possession, but they decided, they decided to actually kick sticks early on. Yeah, that was that was rather unusual. It's, it's um, you know, certainly not something they would normally do. And um, I was trying to sort of work out the reason why they do that because it's so uncharacteristic. But I think what they were sort of thinking, um, you know, was to look to that the Rebels would be the sort of team, particularly with a big pack, that might take a while to uh, to break down. So my thoughts were that they looked to just sort of um, get what points they could on the board early. And then look to uh, open up a bit later, um, but you're definitely right. It took uh, certainly the first 20 minutes. Um, you know, they they had a very hard time breaking down that Rebels' defence, and um, you know, I think that probably justifies them you know having a crack at the poles early. But um, as you suggest, it's uh, rather uncharacteristic. Yeah, it's about surprise. It's, it's, it is uncharacteristic. But you say they weren't really breaking them down, um, and they were playing some fast and loose stuff at that point, which gave the Rebels. Um, territory. I mean, we had, I can remember, I can remember at one stage with a kick um, that that came down uh, and Jordy ran it back, then tries to throw it inside. It gets thrown inside mm. by somebody else. And because there's no more, sorry, no ruck has been created, there's no offside line, and you just got players mm. everywhere. And they were yeah. just trying to play too loose in, 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 in a too messy kind of environment, I think. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd have to agree with that. Um, you know, once they got a bit more structure into the game in the second half, they were, they were fine. But um, you know, I was a bit surprised in that first 20 with the weight of position they had, um, you know, that they didn't, in particular territory as well, that they didn't score more points than they did. Um, I mean, partly the Rebels' defence, but as you say, um, loose play and probably more errors than they'd like. Um, I think, to the Canes, you know, discipline was, a, was an issue, particularly in that first half, and, um, you know, the Rebels capitalised on that quite well. Yeah, and the, and the discipline was. I mean, one of the things we saw during the previous game which was uh, the I've just black, uh, Chiefs versus the Highlanders, was nearly all the penalties were on the defending side. In this game, both the defending and the attacking side were giving up penalties, uh, and hence the, the, the penalty count was much higher. We had 12 to the Rebels and 10 to the Hurricanes, and the previous game we had six each. So, yeah, there was a yeah. lot more whistle in this game. Uh, and during that first, the first sort of 20 minutes, the Rebels took advantage. Because that loose play, they got territory, and then... Quickly, they 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 were putting up, um, they were getting penalties. So they racked up nine penalties, 
in that um, mm. in that early stage to take take the lead. But we probably actually should talk about the um, the early try as well. Uh, going wide to Ben Lamb, a sign of things to come. Yes, it was certainly the Ben Lamb show uh, today, wasn't it? He's um, he's a player that's sort of taken longer to come through than I than I would have expected. Um, you know, of course, he was in the New Zealand seven set up for for some time, but um, I often felt that he would be more suited to fifteens than sevens, just certainly given the um, you know the size and speed that he has. Um, and he's, but, and we, we saw tonight he also has a, a a very good kick on him as well. He does, but um, I mean, last year, for example, he spent most of the Hurricanes season playing uh, club rugby here in Wellington for, for Tower. Um, of course, breaking to the Hurricanes backline is e easier said than done. But you know, he was um, you know, he was out of the twenty-three on a on a regular basis, and um, just seems obviously having a good injury-free run seems to have been what's done it. But um, you know, you've got a guy with that size, you know, meter ninety-three thereabouts, um, you know, hundred and close to 110 kgs in that speed, you know, you're always going to be a, a handful. And um, I'm just a little bit surprised it's took, taken until this year to break through. Yeah, well, he was at the Blues beforehand, um, having, I remember watching him up here, and actually played less games than I thought, but I think he was used in the wrong way up here uh, uh, mm -hmm. by the Blues. Um, we saw him more as a battering ram, um, not really as, as, a, as a speedster, and mm -hmm. which has been given the opportunity to do down, down at the Canes. The other thing, other side of it is that I think with uh, Julian Severs kind of has all black dreams still. Um, mm. We'll discuss probably that a bit later, but we've just seen him move over to the right wing so he doesn't compete with um, Rico Iwani. And uh, that uh, has also freed up the left wing for for, um, for Ben Lamb as well. So that's possibly also part of it um, as well. That is true. Although I've seen, um, particularly at club level, I've seen Lamb play in the midfield as well. He's quite a quite a versatile sort of, sort of player. I mean, he can... Maybe at that level it might be a bit of a pinch, but um, Lamb can actually have seen play anywhere from 11 to, to 15. Um, you know, he's that, he's that good. Uh, yeah, yeah and he, I say, and he, and he proved it tonight. The other player that was played very well during that first um, you know, first 20 minutes was the uh, was, was Maffey, who, um, yes. well, the commentator seemed to think he ran over 100 metres. My stats have him down at um, 80, 84-ish, uh, mm. but still... For a uh, for a number eight, that was uh, that's an impressive number of yardage. Indeed, and that's always been his style. Um, you know, I remember watching him quite a bit, um, certainly during my time in Japan. Um, of course, Muffy, you know, plays for the national side over there. Um, interesting story. He he went over to uh, Japan as a got a university scholarship to uh, um, you know play a bit of rugby and study at one of the universities over there, and um, obviously qualified through for Japan through residency and you know every post has been a winner for him since then but uh, you know that's his that's always been his game you know he'll just uh, he'll just run hard and um, yeah that's what he'll do and he's you know, he's been pretty effective with that and you can certainly see the Rebels lost a bit when he uh, you know went, went off at half time well to me I thought they actually lost a bit for a bit earlier than that I think he he looked gassed probably around about the 20 20 minute half an hour mark and I'm not, I'm not sure we saw much out of him for the the, 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 sort of the latter part of the first half even and whilst he is very destructive and very good during that first 20 minutes half an hour um, that's not uh, really what you um, kind of want from a player you need a player that can play the full 80 minutes mm. well that's it I mean the Rebels came with a you know with a pretty uh, pretty heavy 
loose forward trio, to be honest. I mean, you had, um, you know, Cottrell, who's normally at the line side, playing on the open, and had Tamani and, um, you know, and, and Muffy there as well. So that's, you know, very much a heavyweight sort of, uh, you know, back five of that forward pack. And, um, you know, I think that's one thing that, you know, started to show as well. I mean, the Canes have always, you know, always picked the very mobile loose forward trio. And, um, but how you know, could, if you're going to have that heavy, 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 um, back line, back, back row to get you over the game line, then you need the other guys to step up and do some running as well. Mm. Uh, Tamani, only three carries during the game. Cottrell, only three carries. Matthew, 14 carries. I, they, mm. He just didn't get any support, which I think has been the problem here that they were, that the, the Rebels are a good group of players, but they rely a lot on, on Matthew to get them over the game line and Genia to provide the magic. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, I, mean, I think uh, whilst Genia was good. You know, I guess defensively the Hurricanes knew who was going to be the the guy running the play and um, you know and reacted accordingly. So Guinea was a factor, but um, you know I think they largely shut him down. Yeah, I mean, this 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 is kind of telling. So you got Maffey top meters made, and he went top, and he basically stopped playing after half an hour um, with eighty five meters. Guinea comes next with forty nine meters, Deborah Cena with thirty three meters, and then you're going and then Maddox with forty two. You're like, well, really? Because when you've got your, your your scrum half is your second most meters made, and your fly half is your third most meters made. Sorry, fourth most most meters made. What are the rest of your backs doing? Um, mm. Corabetti got through that game um, with one pass, no runs. He didn't get he didn't he only touched the ball once during the game, which is appalling. Mm. That um, play by the rebels, they really need to get the ball into his hands more. Um, look at someone uh, his opposite number, so, Severe. Uh, the player was playing opposite him. Severe seventeen runs. Ben Lamb nine runs. Um, the fact that Corbetti never touched the ball, or touched the ball once, sorry, is yeah, it's, it's criminal by the um, and by by the by, by the rebels. Tom English again, another player who can uh, who's got pace, but he, he had three passes, two runs for five meters. He just mm. never got the get, never got the ball out wide. It's played very narrow, um, and once you lost Maffey, they basically lost all they go forward. I mean, the Rebels struggled to hold on to the ball for phases, um, which is why they couldn't, didn't really get um, the opportunity to go wide. I mean, I think you recall the commentators in the second half when Rebels got up above seven phases and they were like, oh, that's the first time in the game they've done it. You know, it tended to be that they'd go sort of four or five phases and, you know, it would, it would the attack would break down or, you know, something would happen. So, uh, you know, that's why, but, um, you know, I guess you've got a guy like Corabetti who is, um, you know, he's a very good uh, attacker that, you know, if you can't get the uh, the ball into one of your premier attackers' hands, then, you know, there's something definitely wrong there. But partly, I mean, I think the line speed of the Hurricanes is pretty good as well. Um, you know, they, they weren't allowing the ball to, to go wide, um, which is part of it, but... Uh, the line speed and also, and also tackling. Um, they finished the game on 80%, 87% tackling. Um, they were making their tackles, which and the rebels weren't as well, which also mm. is a big factor. Um, so the the rebels actually managed to pull out to a to a nineteen eight lead um, with uh, Philip bashing over uh, and and off off uh, Debrecenius boot, and that got us to the half hour mark, which is what we we're kind of talking about is, is is when things when they kind of ran out of steam, um, and uh, suddenly uh, we saw the Canes again get an easy three in front of the posts. And they took it, which again was another surprise. Yeah. They, they were still kicking. But um, I mean, taking back to that try that, that Philip got, what was your, um, you know, what was your view on that on that try? Do you, do you think that should have been awarded or? Um, so the 
what, what, once the on-field decision is that it's good, that it's our on-field decision is a try, please prove mm. otherwise. It has to be a clear mm. um, drop, uh, uh, um, knock, knock on. Yes, he lost control and dropped the ball. Did he go forwards or backwards? From the camera angles I saw, you couldn't clearly say either way. Mm. Um, and if you'd said, if, if he'd said, um, I think it's not a try. Can you can you let me know any reason I can give? The, can I give the try? The answer would have been no. So, mm. so it comes down to what the referee is asking. Uh, and he asked, um, I think it's not on-field decisions to try. You've got to prove to me otherwise. There mm. wasn't proof there to say otherwise, but there wasn't proof to say it was a try either, if you get yeah. where I'm coming from. Yeah, no, that, that, I mean, I suppose it's a good interpretation of how it works. I think um, as a Hurricanes fan, I was sort of throwing my toys a little bit at that point. But then when I actually looked at the... Uh, looked at the replay I, I felt that he had possibly um lost that backwards um but in any case the the reason that the ball came out was because of uh because of Riccatelli's tackle so you know Riccatelli's um basically knocked it out so um you know it, it may be presented as a contentious try but I think um you know it's probably fair enough at the end of the day I think it was fair enough and I think yeah as you say th there was enough doubt in uh um, in the minds to to say that they yeah um, to say it could it could, 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 could be allowed. Um, I may lose my stats during this because my batteries on my other, other laptop are, are dropping low, but it uh, um, doesn't really matter. Um, so the one, the, uh, the one big stat I do want to cover off before I lose the batteries on this uh, is, is the tackling with the Rebels. At the end of the first half, they had a 70% tackle rate. By the end of the game, that dropped to 65%. Mm. Missing 27 tackles in a game uh, is, um, is, is appalling. And they only made 50 if you're going to have mm -hmm. that sort of tackle rate against a, a decent attacking side, not not necessarily not in the Hurricanes, uh, a much less lower side, you're still going to be in, be in a lot of trouble, and, and they're mm -hmm. going to have to tighten that up. Oh, yeah, there's no there's no question. I mean, the, the Hurricanes have got some you know, outstanding attackers, and you know you probably you're going to struggle to make ninety percent of your tackles, but you know you probably want it to be at least, and you know, if you want to compete. Um, you know, eighty-five percent of thereabouts. Um, you know, the Hurricanes are going to score points in there, but you've got to tackle a lot better than that. Um, yeah, sixty-five percent. You're not going to win a lot of games. Um, you know, with that sort of tackle rate. No, exactly. Um, so they took. So the case took the easy three, which we talked about. Um, then Debrasini lets a, a crossfield kick from the Canes twenty-two bounce, and Ben Lamb just shows his magic. Great pace yeah. just to, to, to put it in. Um, yeah, and that was, um, yeah, yeah, that was pace. I mean, that was lucky, wasn't it? But um, you know, at the same time, it, as a defender, I think Debrasini probably could have said, well, look, actually, you know, do I take the gamble that it's going to bounce on the line? Or, you know, if I do take it, I'm going to be bundled out. It was, you know, it was a hard call to make, I guess, as a, from a defensive position as to what to do. But, uh, yeah, I guess the luck didn't go as way, and you know. No, I guess you're right. If you're, not in, slow, if you're in your own twenty, right. if you're in your own twenty-two, it's one of those ones you claim and you and you carry out. If it's in the middle of the park, you think it's going to. You, you, yeah, you think law of averages says you're going to be okay, even if it does do a wicked bounce like that. You expect someone to there to be cover, but yeah, unfortunately, there mm. wasn't for him. Um, and then the the um, Bowden Barrett just before half time, mm. just. Walks in by looking. He just looks one way. All the defenders follow where he's, or the or, or Philip, the only defender in front of him, follows where he's no. looking, and he just strolls over. 
But I guess the, the point about that one was actually the, the, <laughs> the, two, the two big scrums, to be honest, at that point, was I thought the, the Hurricanes clearly stepped it up because we saw their scrum struggle at other points during the game. But they clearly had a message. This is where we, we, we want to go in at half-time up. Yeah, I mean, it looked easy, didn't it? But uh... It was a forward one actual try that mm. we'll, we'll, we'll look at the backs and go, oh, what weren't the backs wonderful? And two, two scrums on the trot. So the, the first off, they, they won one against the head or, or they pushed um, the scrum back far enough that Maffey had to pick up and carry over his own line, that, which gave them their own yeah, scrum. Yeah, didn't they? They sticked up. Um, and um, I mean, they're... Okay, Joshua, I think we've lost you, unfortunately. Um, I've not got any sound from you now. Um, okay, um, I've lost Joshua. If he comes back, it'll be... Uh, um, obviously, we'll talk, talk more with him, but his, his sound's yes. gone, and uh, he might need to drop off and come back on. So, um, that meant at half-time, the... the, 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 yeah, the that's right. Those are the moments as a, as a forward, yeah, particularly as an ex-type uh, ex forward. Those are the moments I love getting... Okay. Can you so, hear me, mate? I can just about hear you now. Yep. So the, uh, yeah, as you say, as, as a forward, those are the times you love where you can get the opportunity to to put one over on the opposition, um, and yeah, they did they did it great there. Um, the other one that confused me actually right. was them saying that Maffey had a head injury assessment during half time or at the end of half time. I'm like, head injury assessment is supposed to take ten Is minutes. Is there any better, mate? Uh, yeah, I think he, 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 okay. Try one no. more time. All right, I'll, uh... So one of the things that did confuse me was Maffey uh, at halftime. Uh, they, they said he was having a head injury assessment right, cool. after the second half. I'll, uh, I'll come back. Cool. Into the second half. But he, uh, but you've yep. got, that's supposed to be 10 minutes for the um, uh, for, for, for head injury assessment. Mm -hmm. And then how come he can come back after a 15 minute break? Uh, the um, would be. How uh, how I think it mm. uh, that I, I, that, that confused me. How you can have a head injury assessment at the end of half time? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, that, that was an interesting one. I, I think given. Mm. The so yeah, so that was there. Yeah, well. That Hmm. The um, so that happened. Uh, the uh, and and then so I'm surprised that Maffey had that. And then basically the 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 Canes um, took over in that second half, didn't they? They didn't allow the Rebels to score any points, um, which was a um, which was a massive one. Uh, the um, the other point of this was. Um, uh, the, the 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 canes were, um, were still kicking sticks uh, um, after half time, um, which I guess opened it up to be more than um, more than a single score gap. Um, I thought they they would have uh, gone to the corner at that point once they had the lead, but they still kept on pushing those sticks, um, which was a bit of a surprise. Um, we then had a fantastic tap and go from TJ Piranara to set up the next try. It was a scrum penalty. He went. Um, and then Evans, uh, he went that was on about halfway. He ran all the way into the 22. Um, again, he had thought about tackling him short, but the ref said, leave him alone. 
because obviously Genia wasn't back. We already had the, the uh, um, a previous situation like that. Um, and then the uh, uh, after the breakdown, spin out wide to the right. Uh, Evans at um, at eight managed to run around a, pop, a prop uh, and score the try. So it was a um, that was an impressive bit of running by Evans. Evans has been someone that we've seen uh, be impressed this season in some games and then fade out in other games. And need, we need to see a bit more consistency from him. But otherwise, say so he's been a a, a good um, a good player for the the, the Hurricanes this season. Um, moving down through the other tries, then um, we saw a, 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 actually the scoreboard pressure then started to tell on the Rebels because we saw up until this point the Rebels have been kicking their penalties, uh, but they got a penalty on um, around about that fifty odd minute mark um, or fifty four minutes, and instead they went for the corner, and then part of that uh, the mall they dropped the ball. And I wrote in my notes at that point, drop the ball and drop the game. That was their opportunity to get back into it in 50 minutes. And when they didn't, um, or 54 minutes, and when they didn't, you thought, well, okay, they didn't score here. This, that was it. It was all over. Um, and so it proved to be. And there were 14 points behind at that stage. A try at that point, or seven points at that point, would have got them back within the score. Um, and then, then it could have been game on. But, um, but it wasn't to be. On, uh, on the hour mark, we saw... Um, also running down the left wing, and Lamapi scoring on the right wing, uh, which is a great example of the two centres um, playing out wide and players just being able to play in different positions and not being uh, sort of too, too forced into structures. Um, I thought the yellow card for Billy Mix was, uh, was particularly harsh uh, because uh, once he tackled the player, the player was on or over the try line. Uh, and if he released the player, then basically he was just going to put the ball down uh, so to me, that was a harsh um, yellow card for, um, uh, for, for, for for Billy Meeks. I thought he was in his, entirely in his rights to try and keep the player from scoring the try. It's what we see all the time when players go over the line. Obviously, the refs thought he was short of the line and therefore uh, needed, Therefore, he should have released. But to me, I thought that was um, a, a harsh yellow card and penalty for, um, for, for, for Billy Meeks. The Rebels, to, 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 be, to be fair to them, survived that yellow card very well, only giving up one try um, during that time where Lamb um, got his uh, hat-trick. Uh, there was a, a tap-and-go when, from when Debrecini got himself on the wrong side of the uh, of a penalty. Um, and then finally, obviously, at the very, finish, at the very end, um, the Rebels tried to chip out of their own 22 uh, to get a consolation try and try and get something for the fans because it was a big audience, a big crowd for the... Um, uh, for the rebels, which is uh, which, which was fantastic, um, and uh, unfortunately, West tapped it down. Jordy Barrett got hold of the ball. Okay, he flicked it out the back. It went to the grass, but the ball then quickly went out wide, wide to Ben Lamb, and Ben Lamb slid in for his um, for his fourth try to bring up the half century. West missed his kick, and he missed both two. Uh, he missed at least two kicks from memory, um, so he needs to improve on that side of things. And we saw that when he used to play for the Blues. So not really that. Um, uh, that's surprised by that, and he's not a player that I, I'll be honest. I'm that impressed by. Uh, we talked. Uh, there was a comment in the uh, in the chat um, where the um, uh, about Julian Sevilla earlier on, and having a quick um, look at that, he made 152 meters running, 17 runs. He had a solid game, um, but I think what we saw here was that the mind was willing, and the body just isn't anymore. Uh, there were a couple of opportunities. Um, 
that uh, well one of those on about 70 odd minutes where he got the ball out in the wing it was him and one player and in the old in the good old days he would have just bashed over that one player and and gone and scored this time runs into the same run hits the player doesn't quite have the same power as he used to and gets tackled um, when he throws the ball inside unfortunately he went forward that time and there were a couple of instances like that we saw uh during this game where where you think Gillian Surveyor three years ago or four years ago would have been um, putting them away and scoring tries or making an awful lot more yards than he did. So um, I can see he's really trying. He really wants that all-black jersey back. But unfortunately, for my mind, I think he's lost a bit of that pace. He's lost a bit of that power. Uh, and whilst the mind is willing, the body um, isn't quite um, anymore. Um, looking down um, some of the other um, stats around the players, Julian Severe topped the uh, metres run with 152, which I think is a bit um, a bit surprised by uh, Ben Lamb um, comes in second with 100, 104 metres, which shows that the Hurricanes use their wings and use their width um, a lot more than the Rebels, where I say they hardly, uh, their, their wings um, hardly saw the ball. Um, Jordy Barrett uh, um, had a decent game. Lamappi did as well. Um, also, it was a bit quiet this game uh, for, for, for me, but um, hey, you can't all be superstars uh, in a performance, can you? Um, the uh, Evans, as I say, got the try, eight runs, 20, 29 metres. He put himself um, about a bit. Um, and I thought Henwood also had a good game um, as well, perhaps probably more on the defending side uh, than, than attacking. Someone obviously who doesn't get that much uh, opportunity with, um, with Ali Surveyor obviously owning that jersey. But he, uh, Henwood, um, topped the tackle count with nine tackles, none missed. So that was all very good. Eves missed five tackles in this game, which amazed me. Um, so I think yeah, he's clearly there for his mainly for his scrummaging, um, but I think he probably needs to work a bit more on that side of things. Made six tackles and missed five, um, which is not great. Uh, and that made he was the most the highest missed tackles in the uh, in in the game. Coleman got through the most tackles with eleven, um, none missed as well. So he did very he did well on the uh, on the Rebels side of things. And Meeks, uh, sorry, and Hodge. Also got through some tackles. Amazingly enough, I say on attack, we were talked about the fact that um, Corabetti uh, only did, did no runs. Hodge, again, it wasn't until the second half that he actually got his hands on the ball and made, made any runs. Uh, he ended up only making made, ended up making four runs in the end. But the the there were definitely um, the rebels just did not use their backs um, as much as they probably could have done. And uh, as 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 we said before, that might have been partly down to. Uh, them not be able to get through the phases. Um, on the discipline side of things, whilst the um, whilst the Hurricanes got a warning in that first half, they spread it all around. They all, all were only giving one uh, one penalty each. Um, Tuanga Alam, when he came on, uh, did give it three penalties. On the other side, Coleman did get through that that uh, that work, uh, all those tackles, but he also gave up three penalties as well um, during during that piece. So, so a quick look on the live chat. Um, and let's just see what the comments in there. Uh, is the high West settling in well to the Canes? The, that game was solid from him, a good last 20. Yeah, it's not hard to do that um, when you're coming on and you're so many points up uh, against a struggling side. Personally, I don't, I'm still not that uh, sold that, uh, that, that West is, uh, is really a super rugby um, quality fly half. Um, 
And uh, yeah, that's the all the other stuff in there. I think we've covered off on during our chat. Thank you very much for joining me. Very little shame um, that we lost um, Josh during uh, this. It's had some sound qualities there, but do check out his uh, Twitter page, his Twitter account um, at NZ Rugby Quizzes. Uh, he has a lot of great rugby quizzes in there, uh, and he does keep them all up to date and fresh. So yes, if you want to know uh, all the players with 100 caps uh, in Super Rugby, then uh, do that quiz. I'm sure that Sam Kane will be added to that one very shortly. Um, thank you all for joining me. Um, I've been Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall. I'll be back tomorrow night for the um, Blues versus the Sharks and the Brumbies versus the Waratahs, uh, giving you post-match live reaction to those games as well. So check out that. Uh, so don't forget, click the um, subscribe button down below. And if you click the bell next to it, then you'll get updates about every single video and you won't miss any of those. Uh, if you're watching the recording, you can also click the face there. And there's a box up there with my latest video. So um, thank you, everybody, for watching. All the thumbs up and stuff is all much appreciated. And uh, enjoy whatever it be you're watching. <laughs>